The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of DC's best hospitals that isn't in DC. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now D. Daniels. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. Every single Sunday, we are blessed with fantastic guests here on this show. One of my favorite of all time, as you all know, is one of my very best friends, psychotherapist Allison Sullivan. She is back to help me celebrate the new year, to bring in the new year just right. Allison, welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I am thrilled, as you know, to be here with you at this time of year because you know... And if anyone else has listened to me on this show, they know I love this time of year. It is so powerful for so many reasons. So I am so excited to be here with you. We're going to talk about one of the most important things that I think we touch on on a lot of uh, the shows that we do. And... It's it's just something that I feel like should have its own show here at the uh, start of a new year, and that is self-care. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that in just, in just a moment. But a couple of things before we get into this, Allison, I know that I, I just had this light bulb moment uh, about the fact that we needed to do this show mm-hmm. when I, I saw this quote, and I just want to read the quote because it just hit me. And as soon as I saw it, I sent it to you. I texted it to you. And I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Here's the quote. Your mental health is more important than the test, the interview, the lunch, the date, the meeting, the family dinner, the soccer game, the recital, and the grocery run. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Powerful. And that's what got me here to this topic, knowing that self-care is the most important thing. That's what it's all about, because without that, really nothing else is sustainable. If we don't care for ourselves, we cannot care for others in the way that serves our values, our beliefs, is in alignment with our principles. We can do none of that if we don't care for ourselves. And I mean, I think a simple way to conceptualize that is we can't give what we don't have. Yes. We just can't. We can want to. Mm -hmm. We can try to. But it doesn't work. If we don't care for ourselves, we cannot reliably care for others. I think it's important as we start, Allison, to tell everybody this interesting fact. We tried to sit down and uh, make an appointment to to record this show three different times. Yes, this is our third <laughs> this attempt. This is our third attempt. And, <laughs> and the reason is self-care. It absolutely is. Both sides. Yes. On my side, on your side, and different categories of self-care as yes. well. Yes. So I think that's very interesting as we got ready to do this show that... We were choosing self-care first, showing as an example, hey, we've got something that's come up. I need a minute. Yeah. I need to to care for myself before I attend to this. And I think it's such an opportunity for everybody who's listening to understand that that's what I think – shines through in the work that you do in particular is, you know, when you care for yourself, then you're available for this. You're available for the show and you're authentically here. You're present with the content and all of that matters and resonates 
with everyone who's listening. So I just think it's a it's a really powerful example of, you know, not just talking the talk, but walking the walk. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, for me, coming into uh, the holiday season, there was a lot of stuff going on in my life and some emotional things that I needed to deal with and some time that I just needed to have a minute, you know, and I needed to sort of be in this emotional state of figuring some things out and, and kind of being uh, sad about those things and working through some of those things. And I just needed some time to do that. So that was kind of my stuff. Interesting. You had some physical things going on that you needed to attend to. So this self care thing, lots of different categories. It's sort of like you, you kind of need to pay attention to which category you need to put your attention into. Absolutely. And that might be a, a really great place for us to start this discussion um, is kind of breaking this down into some categories, because I think a, a lot of people can get in the weeds, if you will, when they when they try to wrap their their minds around, well, what is self-care? Does that always mean bubble baths? Does that always mean... I read a book for 20 minutes a go day. Go get a massage. Does it, yes. Does it, yes. And does, it's done. Does it mean I go get a massage? If I've done that, then that's then self-care. It's good, yeah. um, so I've got a couple of categories here that I think can can help people begin to map out where self-care is needed and then some ideas to provide self-care for themselves in, in these different areas. So the first is psychological self-care. Psychological self-care we can we can provide that for ourselves through self-reflection that's kind of stuff related to going to therapy journaling all that kind of stuff that helps our psychological clarity and wellness. The second category is emotional. That's the kind of stuff that you were referring to. That's mm-hmm. the stuff where we want to practice some mindfulness. Maybe we actually just need to sit down and have a good cry. Yeah. Affirmations are a type of emotional self-care. Watching a funny movie to laugh is is emotional self-care. I love that you brought that up because it's not just about the um crying side or yes. you know the that side it's also about what what other emotions do you yes. do you need yes you where need the other stuff yeah where do my does my emotional life mm-hmm. need care that's you know that's a way to start to figure out where to plug in another type is relational and i think this one is easy to mix up with the other ones because it can include elements of the other ones but relational really is a is what the title says it's about Fostering friendships, um, prioritizing time with family and friends that are healthy for us. It's about uh, making time for dates. It's about making plans that include the connections in our lives. It's about making time for spiritual practices, if, Mm. if that's a part of your identity. So all of the things that involve how we relate to others. Then there is professional self-care. That's something that is really important to kind of pull out as its own category. That may include things like setting healthy boundaries, um, leaving work at work, making time to give yourself 
a lunch, an actual lunch break instead of working at your desk mm. or your computer, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the last one is is physical self care. That's appropriate medical care. That can be healthy nutrition, exercise, meditation, getting out in nature, all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm just thinking about every time you know you mentioned one of these categories, which I think is fantastic how you've broken this down and i hope that everybody takes a second to write all of that down so if you're breaking this down let me recap for you self-care and here are the categories psychological emotional relational professional and physical did i get those right got it I'm thinking every time you mentioned a category, I'm thinking, yes, there are things I can identify immediately in each one of these categories that are like, ooh, yes, I want to work on that. And this is something I need to focus on on that. You know, I'm thinking about maybe the professional category uh, this time of the year. Maybe somebody's thinking, I would love to have a new job or I would love to get that raise or I would love to start this business or I would love to, you know, spend more time uh, at home, actually, instead of at work, you know maybe I'm working too much. These are the kinds of things you might be thinking about this this time of the year to so you know which category it goes into and how to address it. Absolutely. And then you can also start to see where you may need self-care in multiple categories. So if if you want to really look for a new job or find a job that you think reflects your skill set a little more appropriately, then you're going to want to be setting some or including some professional self-care and maybe also some psychological self-care and some emotional self-care care. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I want to talk for a second about the, uh, and there's so many things we could do. Gosh, we could do a show on each category, couldn't we? I'm saying. (laughs) But I want to talk a second for, uh, you know, just a few things in each category. I'm thinking about in the psychological section for uh, self-care. I do feel like, like you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Allison, I feel like a lot of people think to themselves, oh, self-care, that's, it's, we've overheard the word, you know, it's watered down, and it's this, and it's that, and it's indulgent, or it's selfish, and that kind of stuff, I think, if we dig deeper into these categories, maybe, you know, you stop with the word self-care, because it really is just about taking care of yourself, and you dig deep mm-hmm. into these categories. I'm thinking about just, you know, specifically the psychological category. If you know I should be in therapy or if you know I should be getting some help for some things that I have going on, I should be seeking some assistance for that. This might be the time to sit down and kind of jot some of those questions down. Call someone and ask about those things. Absolutely. And frame it in a way that honors the care that you're taking on behalf of yourself, for yourself, as opposed to a judgmental mindset of what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. It really is more about, I want to care for myself in this way, and so I'm going to look into this as an act of care to nurture myself. When you are talking with people who are trying to, uh, we're hearing a lot of this this time of the year, uh, turn a new leaf or you know start something new, it's hard, but beginnings can be wonderful, and they can be uh, fresh and exciting. And something I've heard you say before that I really love is don't be afraid to be a beginner more yes. often. Yes, absolutely. And, and beginnings are awkward as well as wonderful and as well as exciting. Beginnings are, are also awkward because we can't predict the outcome. 
and we don't have a well-worn path, if you will. We don't have a footpath. We mm. don't have a trail that's been cut because we're beginning. Yeah, We may have watched other people do what we're about to do, or we may have heard stories about how to do what we're about to do. But when we begin something, by definition, we don't have this really big, thick file folder in our in our mind about what's going to happen. And so that makes people really uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. And and I feel like, you know, when it comes to self-care, you really do. If you're starting something new in 2019, if you're if you're wanting to pick up a new skill or learn a new language or start a new job or or just dive into being more present in every day that's a that those even that seem little those are beginnings those are really important beginnings and and they all necessitate caring for ourselves in the process and we can start to do that by just kind of taking note of how we feel about the beginning or how we feel about even contemplating some of this stuff. That can give people important information about where they can plug in some self-care. And maybe that does mean a little bit of emotional self-care where people become a cheerleader for themselves. You know, you can do this. This is why you can do this. This is how you can do this. You don't have to have all the answers. You just have to take a, you know, put your toe in the water and take the first step. That kind of emotional self-care matters when we're beginning. And I, I will tell you this, and I'm sure you can say the same thing for yourself, Allison, but I know how ridiculous it sounds to be a cheerleader for yourself. There's something about it that feels weird. And, you know, when you're doing it, you're like, you can do it. And you feel like you're not genuine. But if you do it long enough and you keep at it and you keep and you keep saying to yourself, I, yes, you did this or you've been through this, even if you just look at it as like the other day, I did this. This is kind of a way that I sort of gave myself a great pat on the back. You know, you can do it, girl. I I looked over the past year, this past Mm -hmm. year, and I just sort of took a a snapshot of the year. I love that you did that. There have been times in this year that have just been so hard and Mm -hmm. so tough. Mm -hmm. And I look at where I've come from those times and I'm like, wow, Look at you. Yes. You did that. You walked through that. You got up the next day and went to work or you got up the next, uh, you know, day and made that phone call or whatever the case may be. You got up the next day and you asked for the help that you needed because you cared enough about yourself that you allowed yourself to deserve help and ask for it. And that's a great way, I think, if you feel kind of awkward about giving yourself this cheerleading moment, uh, which is so important in self-care. But I think that's a great way to do it. Maybe look back on the last month or the last six months or the last year and say, wow, look at that. Yes. And that's actually psychological self-care, what you just did as well, because you're being reflective. You're looking at, okay, where have I been? What have I experienced? And how am I going to recognize that in myself? So that's psychological and emotional self-care all wrapped up into one. And, And you're absolutely right. Being a cheerleader for yourself isn't kind of an empty, shallow, just rah, rah, you're the best. <laughs> you know, it, it just it, feels weird yeah, if you do it that way. It's, it's not that. It's yeah. about actually recognizing the hard stuff that you're doing and actually honoring 
how you feel before, during, and after in a way that's affectionate and caring. It's really just when when I think about it from from that perspective, it's really just common decency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really nothing more than that. It's about saying, you know what? I see that you did that. Good for you. Yes. Yes, because a lot of times we're waiting for someone else to do that. You know, we're waiting for yes. and 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 sometimes and maybe you do have that in your life where you do have that person that will come by. But do it for yourself first. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you don't do that, then if the other people do come by and do it, you're not going to let it in. That Which is a really important point. I'm so glad you brought this up because... You know, most people have some experience with having difficulty accepting praise or compliments or recognition. And some of that really, if you want to think about it from a channel perspective, if you haven't opened the channel by doing that for yourself, then it's going to be really hard to let that in when other people do it. So the best way to really support that is to give it to yourself because that creates a space for for you to accept it when other people give it to you as well. Psychotherapist Allison Sullivan is my guest, and we're going to take a cheer break, and we'll be back after this commercial. (laughs) You know what's complex? The concept of a connection in differential geometry and its association to field theory and physics. Luckily, we've at least made managing your health care easy. Introducing MWHC MyChart from Mary Washington Healthcare. With MyChart, you can check your medical records, schedule an appointment, review your prescriptions, pay your bill, and more, all with one login. Learn how at mychart.mwhc.com. Now back to Sunday mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. Good Sunday morning. Welcome back to the show. I'm talking to psychotherapist Allison Sullivan, and we're talking about self-care, one of our favorite topics, Allison, to talk about. Uh, we, we sort of integrated in all of our topics, uh, you know, throughout the year, but I could not think of a better time to talk about caring for yourself. Yes, it's the beginning, it's the middle, and it's the end. It's, it's a part of any other topic I could imagine us talking about, because when we care for ourselves... We can navigate beginnings. We can resolve conflict. We can have closure when things end. We can transition. We can do all of that in a place that, from a place that that ends up being restorative. And isn't that what we all want? We all want to move through this this human experience and learn and resolve and understand and self-care is a foundation element of being able to do that one of the things that i know um you know we've talked about in the past and i've i've read in books and you may have just heard this phrase here and there but it's so true you know caring for ourselves i have seen firsthand especially in the last couple of years uh, just going through some life stuff caring for ourselves really does help us like you said resolve things and and grow but it also helps us care for other people mm-hmm. in a really different way in a true way in a true way because there's it, there's kind of an artificial or inauthentic type of caring for other people if we're coming from a place of lack if we're coming from a place of self-neglect self-deceit avoidance and and we're in the name of caring for somebody else it it really doesn't work that way now that's not the same as 
as what we call in my business suppression. Sometimes, especially parents know this almost on a daily basis, sometimes when needs conflict, we suppress what we want in the moment Mm. for something that takes higher priority. That's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is, you know, chronic self-neglect in the name of caring for others. That, That just doesn't really work. I think that's the big difference. Chronic self-neglect. You're right, because, you know, when you have kids and uh, when you have things that need to happen and needs that come up that take a priority in the moment, you know, you have to you have to do that. But constantly putting yourself aside and not ever doubling back, because when we have to suppress what we want in the moment or what we had planned, that doesn't mean we can't double back and find another space for ourselves. When we abandon ourselves and don't ever double back and just keep saying, well, I'll get to this later. I don't have time for myself. I don't have time for this. I can't sit and think about this. I really really don't have time to take a walk. I, I can't practice this breathing thing. That over time is what really disconnects us from ourselves. And so we can't really truly deeply connect with other people from that place. And, you know, I find, speaking of having children in the house with a teenager in our house, I find that when we are practicing self-care on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a whenever the needs are there and the wants are there and the de- desires are there, how we navigate that self-care. We mm-hmm. are actually being a really good role model yes. to the teenager in the house. Yes, yes, that's such an important point. Self-care, when we model that for the children that we are around, that really, I, I think, is a powerful force generationally because then that helps these these children who become teens, who then become young adults, who then start families of their own, understand that there's a space for them, that suddenly when you become an adult, it, it doesn't mean that, oh, no, I don't get anything anymore. It just actually means there's more on my plate to find a space for, but there is also a space for everything. Yeah, and the what a teaching moment that what is. What an incredible teaching moment, yeah. It's super powerful, it really is. Um, so you had mentioned uh, earlier about, before the break, about breaking down self-care into some categories. And I want to mention these categories again because I think it's so powerful how you broke that down. Psychological, emotional, relational, professional, and physical. Yes. One of the things that you uh, talk about, uh, you know, as you approach the new year and sometimes here we are, you know, just out of Christmas feeling overwhelmed and feeling uh, out of sorts, you know, things like that is maybe to take something, maybe just three things from, you know, maybe take three of these things, one thing from each category and say, okay, can I do something physical today that would help me take care of myself even if it's just for a few minutes a day then what can maybe the emotional thing be and and what can the professional thing be maybe you pick three Mm -hmm. things out Mm -hmm. of that to do yes or even i've got this big professional thing going on so to help me begin to figure out how to practice self-care professionally let me have some physical self-care and take a 30-minute walk with my dog Mm -hmm. and let me have some emotional self-care 
and allow myself to watch a funny movie to to kind of clear out some of that energy mm-hmm. to allow us to to have access to some clarity and then maybe some psychological self-care of let me let me journal a little bit about what's going on at work to help me understand if if, if it's maybe a boundary situation if it's a self-advocacy situation if it's just that I I need to to take a lunch break and actually eat midday that's huge. I, I love it. Maybe just take a uh, one thing out of out of each one of those things and create a care package. Right? Oh my gosh, a self care package. Self care package. That's brilliant. A self care package. That is brilliant. When was the last time you sent a self care package to yourself? That's a good question. To start the whole process of figuring this out. Yeah. Okay. When is the last time I sent myself a self care package? And if I was going to send myself one right now, what, what would it? be yes what would be in the package i love that oh my gosh i love that so much who doesn't want to get a care package i want to get a care package. me too i love that so much that is brilliant i absolutely love that what a great way to look at that as you uh, start the new year. Another thing I just want to mention very quickly um, that I just love that you do, Allison, and that you've taught me to do uh, is not use the word resolution for the new year. Is to use the word intention. Intention. I love that word. I think it's it's a really positive word, and it doesn't set you up for failure. Right. It doesn't arbitrarily box you in, and it honors really where you're headed either through personal development, professional development, both, something else. It's it's not a kind of a, you know, an empty, positive thinking kind of approach. It, it, setting intentions is really grounded in science. It's about clarifying who we are and what we have to offer. And when we do that, we can put the stepping stones in place to help us get there. That's so much more effective than predetermining an endpoint, which is what a resolution is. Yes. And then forcing ourselves to fit there when it just may not be a fit. That's a great way to look at it. And I love that word. And I hope that we can all embrace that word in the new year. Allison, you have so many fantastic, wonderful new things happening in the new year that I want to mention. And I want to give a little bit of uh, a little bit of attention to. First off, everybody can visit you downtown. You're very easy to access, very easy to find right next to the train station. Yes. And our building just got a wonderful uh, facelift. So we are at 307 Lafayette Boulevard in beautiful downtown Fredericksburg. People can also find us on the web they can google my name or or directly go to our website and bookmark it allison's integrative health.org there's that's really the hub of everything we have we have going on there and i'm especially excited about uh, next friday january 4th Um, I'm hoping to meet many of you at our actual office. We are having a launch party from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on First Friday for our podcast. Because guess what? Allison has a fantastic new podcast. Yes. It's really good. I am really excited about it. It's called Integration Nation, and it's a podcast that 
that covers all aspects of integrative mental health. It supports our mission of really making integrative mental health accessible to all people and educating people about the power of that. So we want everybody who's listening to come to our office Meet us, find out about the podcast. We're going to have giveaways with cool merchandise. And I have heard perhaps even a free massage. Speaking of self-care. Have you heard of I a have free heard. massage? <laughs> I have heard that's going to be beat that. a part of one of the giveaways. Um, and find out all about this podcast. You had me at free massage, by the way. <laughs> So, no, actually, I do want to mention that I am going to be coming by there. So I hope that people will uh, come by and say hi to us because I love what you do, Allison. I love the things that you stand for. And I love the work that you do, the gift that you are uh, in our community. And now you're expanding that gift for people to be able to have access to it um, online and uh, via your new podcast, which I think is is really great. And it's going to do great things. So January, January 4th, I hope that everyone will come out and uh and and celebrate your big launch party i'm sure you'll have some goodies as i know you uh yes we will (laughs) we will have some goodies (laughs) you know i love that and i'm so blessed we've been working with flow wellness and media to help get this podcast going and they are an incredible group of people to work with so knowledgeable uh so approachable and just have have demystified so many aspects of this so I am excited about what Integration Nation can offer the community. It really is uh, a great podcast. I hope you will. Uh, I hope you will give it a listen and pass it along to your friends and subscribe. Integration Nation is the podcast. Allison Sullivan, psychotherapist, uh, my very dear friend. I'm so excited. We are spending another holiday together, and we're starting another year together. And I know it's going to be a wonderful year ahead, full of self care packages. Yes, with goodies inside. Yes, with really good stuff inside. Allison, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D, that's D-E-E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings with D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own, and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. You know what's complex? The concept of a connection in differential geometry and its association to field theory and physics. Luckily, we've at least made managing your health care easy. Introducing MWHC MyChart from Mary Washington Healthcare. With MyChart, you can check your medical records, schedule an appointment, review your prescriptions, pay your bill, and more, all with one login. Learn how at mychart.mwhc.com.